Hi, and welcome back to another episode of the Core Memories Podcast. I'm Ellie. And I'm Amanda. On today's episode, we're going to talk about Halloween Horror Nights a little bit, Jelly Rolls, and the Little Mermaid Show. Hey guys, what's up? It is future Ellie here. I'm coming to you for a quick little PSA before we get into today's episode. On our news segment, we do talk about Halloween Horror Nights, and at the time of recording, we did not have all the houses or scare zones. We just had a couple, so most of it is us lamenting about how we can't wait for more house announcements and when are they going to give us that, and we just kind of ran through what we had at that time. We are going to talk about them in an episode coming up leading up to Halloween Horror Nights where we will discuss what we've gotten so far, the houses and the scare zone themes. Um, But I did just want to let you guys know we do have all of them now and we will be talking about them soon. So continue listening and thanks. Bye. Let's dive straight into the news, Amanda. Okay, let's do it. (laughs) (laughs) Two minutes in, it's already off the rails. It's because you brought up the Muppets. Sorry. You know how it's I feel about the Muppets. <laughs> I know. So let's let's channel that energy into Halloween Horror Nights because we're not we're not overly excited Ooh. about this. Yeah. We don't I, I have any a little news excited. Is what the news is. <laughs> yeah, there's no news. Is I mean, news. We, don't, <laughs> we don't have any news. So it's September first through November fourth on select nights. Single night tickets range from seventy nine ninety nine. Well, sure. I mean, I guess not really. You know, I mean, they just announced the November first through the November fourth dates, so that's new. Um, yeah, all right. They- Single nights go from seventy nine ninety nine to one nineteen ninety nine. In the scope of hard ticketed events, when we are typically looking at prices for like Disney, these prices are pretty affordable. <laughs> Um, especially this when you're talking about... This is what I expect about... from, like, party or something like this. This is the price range I usually expect. So, the caveat is that with a Disney party, you're going to get into the park earlier. You're going to get in a few hours before sure. the party starts. With Halloween Horror Nights ticket, sure. you're not getting in until the event starts. So, whether that's 6 or 6.30, depending on the night, you're waiting unless you purchase an additional ticket to be able to get in at 3 o'clock or you're already there because you have a day ticket. So, I mean, this truly is a ticket for the amount of time for the event, but it's also a long event. Some of these nights, I think, go till 2 in the morning. Yeah, Um, it's long. I have never stayed that late, but um, I'm sure that some people that don't have children. Me and Ashley got close when you guys, last year, when you guys went back and we stayed with Jen. Mm -hmm. I think there was 30 minutes left when we finally were like, all right, we're done, because all the houses were really long waits for some reason, and we were like, cool, no. (laughs) <laughs> um, the houses we have so far, though. The houses are end. lackluster so far. <laughs> so far. I think this this might be a little controversial because neither of us care about probably the most exciting one of these that we've had so far. <laughs> well, yeah, I guess. I mean, so we have Stranger Things, which is, this is the third adaptation of a Stranger Things house, I think, but it's season four mm-hmm. that they're doing. I don't care. Just don't care. I don't care. Um Stopped watching Stranger Things a long time ago in the interest of I don't have time to watch it anymore. And then it got kind of bored with season three. So my husband finished it, wants to rewatch it. It's, I don't know, how many times can you go to the Upside Down, folks? Like, let's move on. I could never get into it. 
Yeah, it's the first couple of seasons I thought were really good and interesting, but now it's just kind of like, all right, you guys need to get it together. Sure. You're putting yourselves in very bad positions. The Last of Us, I have no idea what that is. I've been told it's so, a video so listen, game and a show. But listen, here's my here's my problem. Okay. Um, I have not watched the show or played the game. However, I do know the daddy himself, Pedro Pascal, is involved in the show. Okay. But the house is based off of the video game, mm-hmm. which means no Pedro Pascal for me. So I'm, good. I'm not mm-hmm. sure that he would be there. Um, even if well, it wasn't, you know, like on on the merch, on it, yeah. sure, or like okay. Pedro Pascal lookalikes, you feel, or just like his likeness, not there. And, um, um, we also that's had disappointing a for me. announcement last year. Um, yeah, he's not on the website. That's, that's, so now it feels like a scam. They were playing with us, right? This this was this a lie? I don't know. Um, either mm-hmm. way, dolls freak me out. Chucky freaks me out. It's really not for me, but I know oh, I that. Like Chucky. Okay, well, I don't. That is childhood trauma for me. Because okay, when good. I was very young, my grandparents were watching the original one because mm. it was on TV or something. And I was staying the night and I was playing mm-hmm. in my my room and I came out into the living room to get something and they were watching this horrific movie. Um, mm-hmm. And, you know, just scared the crap out of me. Never, I'm not interested. I liked the scare so, zone a few years ago. Sure. So Chucky for you is what Texas Chainsaw Massacre was for me last year, because I have trauma with Texas Chainsaw Massacre. So what's really anyway. funny is before we ever went to Halloween Horror Nights for the first time, my husband and I had taken our oldest son, who was at that time, oh my gosh, I think he was six. We were staying at Universal for probably, I think it was like four nights before our Disney vacation. So we didn't know anything about the event and we came to find out about it through just being there and we decided we wanted to go, but obviously, you know, our oldest son was not of the age Mm -hmm. um, that he could handle it. Mm -hmm. And so we're like talking about it and we're like, okay, so what's going to happen? Like, do they shut the park down before they bring all these things out? Or are we going to have to time it just right and just make a beeline for the front to make sure that he doesn't get scarred for life? Because you can see the props and stuff while you're walking around as a day guest, but nothing is actually out. So we were having a moment in this theme park trying to figure out, uh oh, do we need sure. to time this properly or like what? And yeah. the, cast, the cast members were great. They were like, no, 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 no. This is, this is, separate. um, excuse we me. Sweep the park. Excuse me, Amanda. Oh, team Amanda members. Jean. Excuse Thank you. They are team members, not cast members. That's another story for another day. Anyway, another we're, underwhelmed. anyway we're underwhelmed. We're underwhelmed. I'm we're not wanna... excited. Yeah. I really like the original house announcements. When you talk about the cast members as well, or the team members, excuse me, I did it again. Um, when you talk about the team members, that's the original houses, that's where they shine. Mm. Because yeah, this is real. this is their story, and they get to help tell it, you know. And I loved um, the po- the like official Universal podcast where they talk about the lore of like the houses and mm-hmm. the scare zones. So when you go into it, you kind of know the story a little bit. Yeah, you have a backstory. Um, like, they do such a great job. They do. They have put up some of the like facades and stages for yeah. the scare zones. Those are coming up. It looks like from what I've seen on the interwebs. So. Yeah, I'll maybe, be maybe I'll be there. Announcements um, are coming. Yeah, I'll be there this weekend, weekend. so I'll, I'll take a peek yeah. and see. I think it's just a stage in New York so far, which is exciting because mm-hmm. 
I love their little stage shows that they do, all the little random ones in the scare zones. And um, yeah, they've put a lot of the big light posts and stuff out. So we'll see if there's any actual decorations when I go. So that's that's the the small little bit of news we have for you. Which is really a nothing burger, but a nothing. But it's it's something. A little a little tiny speck that they give us. Just just a little nugget, Ellie. What is Jelly Rolls? Let's chat. Uh, Jelly Rolls. Let's talk about Jelly Rolls because it's amazing. Um, It's a 21 and up dueling piano bar. You can find it at the Disney's Boardwalk. You do not have to be staying at the Disney Boardwalk or even on Disney property to enjoy it. You can go. They open at 7 p.m. and close at about 1.45 a.m. It's a weird time, but okay. They do. They it is it is like quarter to two, and also the music starts at eight. Yes. Um. They yes. open at seven. The music starts at eight. You want to get there close to when they begin, or a little bit after, so that you can actually get a good spot. Because yeah, if it gets too late, especially on Fridays and Saturdays, it's packed and you are standing room only. It's small in there, so get there early if you want a good seat. Um. There is a cover fee at the door. It's only twenty bucks cast members it's ten dollars every night and free admission on sundays with your blue id dvc uh, members get 10 percent discount every evening and annual pass holders get a 10 percent discount on monday through thursday admission so those are some good notes to know yeah basically um you request songs and there's mm-hmm. at least two piano players up on the stage there's only two pianos but sometimes all of them come out together um and sing songs and you request songs you put a tip with your request mm-hmm. you stick it on the piano and then you hope they sing it mm-hmm. they know a lot of songs some songs they, they don't really know if do. it's yeah if it's a popular song and they've it's been requested a few times they have pianos in the back and they'll go learn them and come back out and sing them they <laughs> so bring cash bring yeah bring cash bring a lot of cash bring cash monies it's awesome it is awesome. It's very fun. It's a really it's fun. fun um, it's a really fun night. It's something different to do. Like we said, it's an adult venue. We yes. have used the childcare in the past to go there um, to go stay for a few hours just after dinner. I'm pretty sure that the childcare is at the Dolphin, and they have a little kids club there. You can drop off your kids and. However much it costs is what it costs. I don't know. But you could drop the kids off there, go have a couple hours at Jelly Rolls and come back, get them and go back to your resort. You do have to park at the Boardwalk Villas if you're not staying on property. Really, if you're anywhere, just go park over there because by the time you get out, sometimes the parks are closed and you mm-hmm. can't trek back through them to go to the parking lot. Correct. But really, if you want to be as safe as possible, just take an Uber. Because there's, or the there's minivans. Of, yeah, or the minivans because they can nice. drop you off right there and you take the little stairway down to stairway down to heaven, which is jelly rolls. Yep. It is um, it is heaven. And Ellie, I've never gotten the refill cup before, but you got it on mm, our last I did. trip. Uh, I did so get can it. Can you speak on that? I sure can. So the cup itself is about twenty ounces. So the first drink and the cup is about twenty seven dollars. But then you get refills of only thirteen dollars of any of their signature cocktails. And rumor has it you can also just like a normal cocktail for the same price. But I liked the the souvenir cocktail, whatever the like fancy ones i liked it so i just kept getting it it's 13 dollars for 20 ounces which i think like they're normal if you just order just the drink it's still like 13 dollars, but for only like 16 ish ounces Mm -hmm. so you're you're getting getting more 
bang for your buck and you can bring it back. They also have some non-alcoholic options that you can get. Those are a little bit cheaper. They also have popcorn. Yes. And that's good popcorn. Actually, that's important to note. <laughs> that is all. It is have. very important to note. Yeah, that's all they have. So eat, eat, eat before, before you go. Eat before There's you get there for sure. They, they only have popcorn, period. That's yeah. it. It's fun for birthday parties, bachelorette parties. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's fun for all any kinds party. of things. It is. They they do the like line dances. So I know when we were there, they did um, the time warp, and mm-hmm. nobody else knew it. You guys, except for me. Yeah. Of our of our little group. So like, fix yourselves. They tell you how to do it in the song. It's fine. But they do those. It feels like every like twenty minutes they do a line dance song. It Maybe seems like they often, have started to they do did it- like the time warp after like during shift change or something like that or like during piano yeah change, yeah it feels like they do or new. like they also did the um the conga i think mm-hmm. yeah because while did we that. were there yeah yeah and i feel like they did one more maybe it was the cotton eye joe i don't know i remember they did one i was like i don't remember all the like dance to it so i'm not gonna get up that's a good time what was what's your favorite memory at the jelly rolls my favorite memory is probably when I went for my bachelorette party. We pro- we got there pretty late because we had a whole host of issues getting down to Florida that day. And that was our like arrival night thing. Um, when you request songs, you request them on a napkin. So people will put like mm-hmm. whatever their song is and then they'll say what they're celebrating. So, you know, we put, um, I think we put Mary Poppins medley on there and then we put Amanda's bachelorette party. They saw it and they read it and then they wanted to figure out who I was. So we all raised our hands and they had me come up on stage and sit on the piano and they had, um, all of the (laughs) the single guys in jelly rolls come up to the stage and they all sang, you've lost that love and feeling think like Top Gun. Um, And so I sat on the stage and was serenaded by the Jelly Rolls guys and by, you know, just random men. Um, and that was pretty much, that was, that was pretty fun. That's good. That was also That's in the good. days where you were not allowed to take video or pictures inside of Jelly Rolls. It was very hush-hush. Now you can. Yeah. Now you can. Mine, oh, I feel like mine is a tie. I liked, so there's, one of the pianists has like really long hair. And mm-hmm. for a Disney medley, he came back out dressed as Jasmine and sat on the piano and sang A Whole New World. So it was it was him dressed as Jasmine. That always makes me giggle. Um, but also, just like the, the feeling of waiting three hours and then they finally played Happily Ever After for us. And we were pretty much the only people in the entire Jelly Rolls that knew the song, except for like one girl at the bar. Yeah, we were but we were up. feeling it. Yeah. We were it's- really excited. The anticipation that you feel yeah. when you've requested a song and you know it's just like, it's a banger, man. And you just can't wait for them yeah. to sing it. And my husband had that happen yeah. to him one time when he requested Holiday Road. <laughs> and he was like off the wall because they actually played it. He's like, oh my God, it's the shortest song ever. And they're playing it right now. He was so excited. And I'm like, well, I'm excited for you. That's also how I felt when they played um, Never Gonna Give You Up. Sure. Like right before we left. And I was like, yeah, I just rickrolled this entire bar. <laughs> but I also unironically love that song. What's well, a so good song. 
it's a, yeah, it is a good song. Request when you go to Jelly Rolls, it's good songs. Good, yeah, and they know so many songs. Mm-hmm. Literally, Their so catalog many. Is it's huge, re- yeah. yeah, it's massive. And like Amanda said, even if they don't know it, they'll learn it. Because I think that's why we waited so long to hear "Happily Ever After," because like we pulled a bunch of you know pulled a lot of money to tip them well, so they would play it. And I think they just had to go and learn it. Um, yeah, on their on their like little break or whatever that they do. And we got it. Which, it which speaks to their talent, for sure. Yeah, for sure. Because, like, that's that's a feat to just learn mm-hmm. a song. On and, a piano, like, quickly. On a piano, 20-minute break, mm-hmm. learn part of it, come back, learn part of it. Like, that's, they're really awesome. They really did it. And speaking of songs. Speaking of songs. And we did something. And right. We did something pretty we fun. We did. We did. Um, I we went took to the Ellie on a date. <laughs> and I made a big mistake. Um, I thought the show was at seven thirty, seven thirty, and it was actually at seven o'clock. So we missed some of the show, but it's okay because everybody but, knows how it starts. Okay, true. Okay, so because she didn't say it, we saw the Little Mermaid live on stage, not the movie, live on stage. So when we pull up, and the lady was like, "I don't know if you've ever seen this before," um, and I was like decked out. I had like my Little Mermaid shirt, my Prince Eric bag, and I was like, "I don't think I like this. I don't know what this is. Can you explain?" We really didn't miss too much of it, though. We we missed the opening number and Triton telling yeah. Sebastian that he needed to be Ariel's watcher. Basically, yeah. Like, we got there before part of your world, so anything else is inconsequential. I mean, part of your world is part of your world. It's the song. Yeah, it is. So, in case you don't know, I have some history on the stage show because I am a Broadway person. I enjoy it a lot. It's obviously based off of the 1989 Disney classic. It was on Broadway from January 2008 to August of 2009. All of the music, even the new songs, was written by Alan Minken. Still, lyrics, of course, by Howard Ashman, the songs that were in the movie. But then Glenn Slater filled in the lyrics for the new songs. And then there was a new production and book that was developed in 2012, which is the version that we saw. There are a couple of differences from the original version to what we saw, but not that many. They released a soundtrack that you can go and listen to. In 2008, starring Sierra Bodges as Ariel. She's also been Christine Daae. It was nominated for a couple of Tonys and a Grammy. It's a good show. It is. It was very surprising. Yeah. Um, there are a couple of differences, too, between the stage show and the animated movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, the one that, like, stuck out to me was they leaned into Ursula as King Triton's sister, which is also something that they leaned into with the live-action movie that just came out. And then there was lots of new songs. Mm-hmm. 15 in total, which was a lot. It was, it, there was a lot of singing. Um, I didn't realize until I was counting how many new songs there were, which I'm not mad at. I liked quite a few of them. So, Amanda, what was your favorite part of the show? Um, my favorite part of the show was obviously Sebastian. Um, how could he not have been? Sebastian was What iconic. an icon. He was great. Under the Sea was a great number. I thought it was really cute. Mm-hmm. They, it's, it's a local theater, so it's maybe 30 minutes from my house. So this is not, we did not go into, like, the city and watch this production that has been touring right. all over the country. This is a local no. theater, and so they do all kinds of acting classes, and they have children's classes as well. So I thought it was super cute when they did Under the Sea and uh, Les Poisson that they had the kids come out. And they were yeah. all dressed up, and they sang, and they danced, and they were definitely part of the show. And I thought it was so sweet. Um, was very cute. I thought that overall it was really, really cool. And um, obviously I loved Prince Eric because mm-hmm. he was wonderful as Prince Charming in Cinderella wonderful. the year before that I saw him. I mean, I thought it was really great, especially for a, you know, a smaller theater. Yeah, it was a really, really great production. 
I really loved the girl who played Ariel as well. Mm-hmm. She was Ariel, like so. She was just what I think an Ariel should be. What was your favorite song? Other like, what was your favorite original song? I should say because nothing can beat like Under the Sea or Part of Your World. Like, sure, yeah. Um, I didn't uh, do any of my research, so I don't have an answer for that because I don't have a good memory either. You don't so remember? Here we are. Okay, well, I'm just gonna tell you because I wrote it I'm down pretty much the day after because I was like I'm gonna forget there yeah. was a quartet saying by King Triton Sebastian Ariel and Eric that was oh that beautiful. was good yes that was I good. loved that so much and I loved Ariel's song when she gets to land it's kind of like she's singing in her mind obviously nobody can hear her but yes. you're in tune to what she's thinking it's called beyond my wildest dreams and I thought that was really cute there's a very similar song in the live action movie where it's like obviously like a voiceover and it's Ariel mm-hmm. thinking, I like this one better. Hot take. I like Beyond My Wildest Dreams better than the song that they added for the Little Mermaid movie. I wonder why wouldn't they just for the live action, why wouldn't they just pull more from the Broadway version? I wish I could tell you. Because didn't they do um, that for the live action Beauty of the Beast that I didn't see? Did they put human again yeah. in there? No, they should. Uh, well, hold what on. a miss. Hold on. Um, so I know the song that the Beast sings is different. It's not the same song as the um, the live or like the stage show. And also, I don't believe this. Like they gave Belle a song in the live stage show that's not in the movie. No, it doesn't look like Human Again was in the live action movie. I will say though, back to the Little Mermaid. I think Prince Eric's song in the live action movie, Wild Uncharted Waters, that actually might be better than the Prince Eric song from the stage show. Okay. Yikes. You heard it here first. It's a hot take. I just remember thinking when we were sitting there, I was like, when is he going to sing Wild Uncharted Waters? Never. Why is he singing this and not that? But I don't understand. I also don't know why they didn't, why they don't do that. Because that seems to be, like, a common thread with these, like, live-action Disney movies. Is they'll add new songs, but there's already new songs. Right. There's already a whole host of songs that are available because... They did the the same thing in Aladdin. Yeah. I really liked that live-action. I, um... I really like You've not seen it, have you? I've not seen it all the way because I get sad. Okay, that's fine. All right, um... Because okay. Robin Williams. Okay, well, <laughs> that aside, Will I'm, Smith does a phenomenal job. I'm um, no, I'm sure he does because I actually do really like his version of um, "Friend Like Me" mm-hmm. and Prince Ali. Like I listen to them. I just I really I tough. really liked that live action, and I am not a live action person. I think that yeah. it's a big giant waste of time. Um, and I think, a big giant waste of resources, but I thought that Aladdin was very good. Um, yeah, I think The Little Mermaid was probably one of the better ones. It was definitely better than um, Beauty and the Beast overall. I really enjoyed going to the theater and and watching that show. Yeah, and I now think it, it seems was really like... really good, and I think I would be interested to see that live action. Um, yeah, just for a little bit of comparison, because I had never seen the stage show for a Little Mermaid before. When it came I to the Fox uh, years ago, I did, we just didn't go. 
I also didn't get to go. But I mean, I do. If if a if a part of that plot line is that Ursula is King Triton's sister, I like that a lot. Um, I think that I gives too. it a little bit more depth and it, mm-hmm. probably more of a reason why Ursula is the way that she is. Right, like it gives her more depth of character mm-hmm. and like why she's so like why she feels like she deserves it a little bit and why she like, singles to, Ariel out like so heavily yeah yeah um I did notice when I was listening to the soundtrack because I do that I will go to a show and then listen to the soundtrack like religiously I've been listening to Wicked all week oh that's um, what I did with Moulin Rouge it's fine yeah but there's a song that we heard about Ursula killing all of her mm. sisters mm-hmm. and that is not the same song that's on the soundtrack so they that song mm. I think they took out the song that's on the soundtrack for that other song whatever okay. it's called um Daddy's Little Angel or something like that and I was kind of sad because I really like I liked the song we heard oh yeah that was very good and it again provided a lot more it, depth yeah. to her story where and, you're like oh okay so this is why you're horrible got it I also will say another change that I that made me sad was there was no Vanessa, and if you don't know, no Vanessa, Vanessa is the name of Ursula's like human counterpart when she seduces Prince Eric. She has a name; it's Vanessa. She's iconic, and it also to me felt like the ending was rushed. But I also could not tell you how to make it better. What's funny is on that stage. I, I said that to my husband, and he was like, "Oh, so it's like the ride at Magic Kingdom, where like." We're partying <laughs> and they're kissing and then it's over. Get out. Yeah. I'm no, like, for yeah, real. That's, that's kind of how it is. It's just kind of like, a hundred percent. Bye. Like, I don't, I don't know if that was, they had to make some choice to cut some things for time at that specific theater or if that's just how it is in the show. There's a scene where all the princesses from all the lands are singing for Prince Eric to like try to get him to fall in love with him. And Ariel shows up and they're like dancing. And there's this whole number earlier about how like dancing is like talking. So they dance together and he's like about to pick her. And Grimsby is like, but what about your dream girl? And Eric's like, dreams change. I'm in love with her. And I just kept waiting for, like, Vanessa to show up. That was the perfect Ariel's voice. entrance. Yes. And it didn't happen. Instead, it, did it was just like, all of a sudden, it's the day is over and Ariel's going back to the sea. So I was just, like, waiting for Ursula and, or for Vanessa and she never showed up. But that's okay. Yeah. I mean, sure. That would have been a ridiculous quick change. So I get it. Yeah. Yeah, the Ursula costume was incredible and very intricate, so... It was. I mean, and the hair and the makeup, like, I don't know. My husband was like, why can't there just be a stand-in? And I was like, because that's not the same. But, like, it could have been because if they had, like, a secondary person as Vanessa that looks different, like, in the movie... Yeah. Then it could have been a very easy, quick little, like, lighting scene stuff that happens and all of a sudden, oh my god, it's Ursula, you know? Like, yeah. there, there's ways they could have done that transition. My thought I'm is that they took a lot of time with the Triton and Ursula thing. Mm-hmm. And I think that that time is where maybe the Vanessa portion could have come in. When you're talking about they added the songs, we're learning a little bit more about Ursula. They have a face-to-face situation. Mm -hmm. Like, all of that stuff that wasn't in the animated movie made room to bring in something extra to kind of throw Eric off of his path. But when you're talking about this show, there's a lot more backstory added in that you don't get in the movie. And a lot more, like... 
interesting numbers with Prince Eric and Ariel and, you know, a different spin on things. So all of that stuff just takes the place of the time that it could have been Vanessa. For sure. I do like this. I like how they did it where it feels like Ariel and Eric do have this, like, connection connection. outside of. Yeah. And he picks her not knowing that it was her that saved his life. He doesn't even know until literally the very, very end when she mm-hmm. is human again mm-hmm. um, that it's even her. So I do like that, that, like, there's no, oh, my God, it was you all along. I was yeah, so dumb. No. no, it's like he he was about to pick her anyway. Yeah. It and, really, uh, I think the way that the story flows sets it up really well for them to, you know, actually fall in love and not it just be kind and of it like, not Yeah weird i like so, I mean, it a lot I think... i'm excited for our dabble into theater yeah we, we do have, have a few other just... shows coming up we've decided <laughs> just... we're like little we're... theater girlies now we are a little theater well i've always been a theater girly but you've just first i made well, you a the problem... now i'm making you a theater girly well no here's the problem here's the problem when you go to these local theaters it is mm-hmm. much more affordable it is to be able to do this and when you're talking about we just saw wicked and those tickets, because we got them on a secondary a secondary space, were about $60 a person for pretty good seats. But if yeah. you're buying them face value, those tickets start at $80. For, like, the gallery, which is in mm-hmm. the very back. And that's not and – then, and then also you're paying for parking. And if you're going up there, you're probably going to go eat dinner. So it turns into a whole thing. And, you know, everybody yeah, can't afford the time and the money to mm-hmm. be able to go do this all the time and – you get a better variety of shows if you're going to yeah. more local theaters because you can hit more of them. In yeah. the ne- in the next few months, we're going to three different local theaters. It's a good way to support your local artist, your local mm-hmm. talent, your local theaters. Like that's really important for the community as a whole. Yeah, I mean, and... it's never been on my radar until now. Mm-hmm. I've seen a couple of local shows. Um, at the one closest to my house, we saw mm-hmm. To Kill a Mockingbird there, and we saw um, Sweeney Todd there. It was amazing. It's it's really it, it's been really eye opening to be like to be able to see like oh wow like I can go see this and oh this is coming I've always wanted to see that or you know I mean and if you don't end up really liking it the tickets were thirty dollars so. I missed yeah. Chicago the last time it came to Atlanta, and now I'm going to get to see it <laughs> for much yeah. cheaper and much closer. So that's Pro our little of the day. Um, go to your local theater. If you like musicals and you like the theater, then go seek out your local one and see who's there because you don't know. I mean, these people are incredible. They are. They're, there's really talented people in your area. Support local I'm is what we're saying. It. Yeah, we're here for it. All right. Speaking so of I think supporting that's it. local. Yeah, I think our small business shout out for today, we can just go ahead and jump into that. Sure. Um, This is Triton's Treasures on Instagram. It's tritons-treasures.com. They're a UK-based store that opens on Tuesdays. Um, I've been following them for a while. They have really interesting clothes and jewelry and stuff. So I thought that was, it was a nice little tie-in to our Little Mermaid. It is. Their their jewelry is very cute. It's very It is very cute. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's very, um, it's beautiful. I've seen several yeah. of their pieces and it's just, mm-hmm. it's so beautiful. Yeah. And they do ship worldwide, even though they mm-hmm. are UK based. Um, I like their stuff because I like the more like dainty yeah, Disney stuff where it's like not, you know, 
always in your face. Not a rhinestone Mickey head that's the size of your head around your neck. Yeah. Right. Yes, correct. Um, I, I'd like it to like be. More subtle things. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'd like I it like... to just, like, chill out for a minute. Yeah, I get it. Right. Like, sometimes, yeah, I want, like, a giant Mickey head on my um, my shirt. But, like, other times, not I don't. so much. Yeah. Um, next episode scheduled to come out August the 15th. We upload on Tuesdays. Um, so, you know, like, mm-hmm. subscribe, download, share the show. Socials. You can find us on Instagram at Core Memories Pod. And that's where you'll find news. We do post a lot of things in our stories. We have a few highlight reels. When we go to the theater, we usually mm-hmm. post a little thing there. Um, Anytime we're in the parks, in the we'll parks. have yeah. more yeah. content coming out from there as well. Just sure. updates or things like that. You can find me personally on Instagram as well. I'm Tinkerbelly. It's T-I-N-K-R-B-E-L-L-I-E. Amanda, where can they find you? You can find me at Theme Park Mama, M-A-M-A, uh, on Instagram. And obviously we know I'm a mom, so I like to post tips and tricks, um, things at the parks for kids and, you know, nice little areas for the families or for the mommies to go and chill. Um, if you have suggestions for the show or you have anything you'd like to hear, something that you want to talk about, uh, corememoriespod at gmail.com. Um, if you want a travel quote from me, because I am also a travel agent, reach out to me at themeparkmama at gmail.com. Um, you can send suggestions for future episodes and small business shout outs to our email. You can also sound off on our Instagram. Mm-hmm. Um, every Tuesday, we'll have our episode cover art up and then you guys can talk about what was interesting to you if you agree or disagree with us if you have an additional hot take of something yeah uh, please comment and let us know because we would love to interact yeah absolutely if there's something you want our thoughts on or um you want us to talk about go into a little bit more any questions about going to the parks or anything also sound off dm email all that good stuff and we'll we'll get it on our radar okay well for today I think until next time, that's it. Peace out. A town. We did it.